Well, hello. This is Bravo Lowdown. I'm Valerie. I'm ready to recap Real Housewives of New Jersey last night. I mean, it was a really great show, but it was also a really um, cringeworthy, awkward. I don't know. Um, I mean, that's I expected more from the reunion, and I get it's all about Teresa. And, you know, her role on the Real Housewives and her relationship with Joe, which has been front and center. But I will say I can use less. I mean, they're really driving that clip home where he calls her a cunt. Here comes my wife, that bitch cunt. Um, you know, Teresa, you should have dumped him that day. The day you heard that video she said in an interview on the after show i didn't know that was going to be used and how upset she was and um and it was kind of like a full circle moment to last night's finale where melissa sits down with danielle which i thought why is melissa sitting down with danielle they have zero relationship i understand there was a conversation with Teresa a week prior setting up the pretext to the sit down where Danielle's saying, Hey, listen, um, I know you're the only one that likes me, but me, I, I never, I always thought Melissa was really nice to me and I've never had an issue. She knows for a fact Dolores hates her. Um, it's just so convoluted because Teresa and Dolores are supposedly tight and, there's the whole Melissa thing that I've spoken about on other podcasts that I never, I mean, I like her, but I don't. I think that it was shady how Bravo brought her and Joey and then old Kathy Wakili. I know a lot of people like her, but the eye rolling and the tree, you know, the Teresa, there you go again, you know, just... She really, they went in hard for her. And I understand that they, I, it seemed like they wanted to take her down a notch. But I'm going to get back to the show. So they have this sit down that is weird. It's the end of the season. They're filming the season finale. They know they're filming the season finale. I mean, I know they maybe want to close out Danielle and wrap it up. But it seemed to be a little too tightly wrapped with a big bow on it for us. Don't you think, you guys? We know the producers clearly sat on the fact that they know Teresa and Danielle have this side conversation with maybe they don't have the shop owner saying anything. Maybe they want to keep it between the cast members. I don't know. But you know that in editing, they're like, check this out. Listen to what we hear on the mic. I mean, they knew it all along and they filmed. Um... It just, you know, a lot of people are going, that was fake, the whole thing. I don't know. So did they set it up? And we saw her. So Melissa has the thing. And by the way, the way she was standing there with her leg out, I was like so distracting to me because it just looked weird. Like she was striking a pose to get this information out. Let's talk about also how Melissa had no storyline. Everybody's been saying it. I said the whole thing about having a baby was bullshit and how kind of creepy it was that we had to look at Joe Gorka's junk and 
the going into the room to get the junk out of Tarzan. I mean, ugh! You know, and then he's like, oh, you know, talking about his stuff. And they come to find out he only had three freaking sperm, sperms that swam because of all the supplements he takes. I mean, good Lord, like, whatever. So, Melissa had nothing going on all season. Um, I didn't really see much of a thing with Danielle. Her biggest thing was Jennifer kind of scooting up some silverware across the table to get her attention after Melissa drunkenly, you know, called everybody a loser and said Jackie was winning and your kids all suck and Jackie's kids are the only ones that are going to grow up to be successful. <sighs> God, it just so, so, you know, fake storyline. We had the posh fashion show where she completely embarrassed her daughters. And I loved that Antonio was like, shut that shit down. Don't twerk, mom. You're embarrassing me. That's exactly how these uh, teenagers feel and these children feel about their parents going on TV. And when you know, when am I going to get a phone call during my damn thing? I'm just going to ignore and keep on rolling on. So keep on keeping on. So all I'm saying is, um, I've kind of a side note. These women act ridiculous. And they're like, oh, my kids, it's probably supposed to get her. No, they don't like it. You know, they don't have a voice. So Melissa meets with Danielle. We know what happens. Danielle's like, oh, she's like, nobody wants you here, which seems scripted to me. Like you go in here and you tell her this. I don't know if it was pre-set up. I do know Danielle's really explosive. You could see her getting uh, really heated, but, um, you know, throwing Teresa under the bus right there. I'm like, that. I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe production was going to leave it all out and wait for Danielle to out it because I know they knew about it. And also in the clip, Dolores is standing two feet from him and she turns and here's Teresa saying, do it, do it, do it. Why wouldn't Dolores have put two and two together? And said, Teresa, you know, it's just the whole thing smells like a rat. But if we're going to pretend or believe that it's all real, let's go back to the to the, to the the hair pull. And she said he wants me to pull her ponytail. I think that they honestly thought they were going to do like a wig grab. A wig, and they were going to go up and she would hug on the ponytail and it would come off her head and she'd look stupid. Um, Danielle and Teresa were extremely intoxicated. I believe Danielle was drunk. And I believe she's just a mean, evil bitch. And she's, you know, very straight and has thrown down probably a number of times in her life. And when she grabbed the hair and it didn't let go, her anger took over and she just yanked on it harder. And at that point, you know, this all happens in microseconds. Margaret has latched on because that's your first instinct is to make make it stop. So she's latched on to Danielle's arm. That's why she's still hovering down. I've gone and I've watched it a hundred times, yo, in slow motion. Okay, my music's back. So all I'm saying is they were intoxicated. I think Teresa was like, yeah, yeah, do it. And it wasn't for a lethal blow, yanking her down like that. It was like, go just pop that ponytail off her head and make her look stupid. And it was like, it wasn't uh, go and, you know, yank her neck back and be that brutal. And so, um, <clears throat> I, it is what it is. So what I will say in the past, you know, I'm going to go back, what, I don't know what season it was, but it was the whole stripper gate bullshit where supposedly 
Kim D was setting up Melissa with the old manager from the ladies, the gentleman club, whatever, where Melissa supposedly only bartended and got hundred dollar tips for serving drinks. Yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, that all unfolding and how they were like, Oh my God, we need to hang her up by her neck right now. I mean, Jacqueline's sitting there with an extension cord to her freaking phone, trying to pull up messages to prove a bunch of shit, but she wasn't in on it. And I mean, it just um, was a lot nicer to see everyone wasn't, Teresa, you're scum, you're girl. I mean, it just, you know, they're, they, I think they took the information like a group of adults instead of a group of complete narcissist, you know, finger pointers and um, not wanting to get to the bottom of it. By the way, Teresa comes to a barbecue looking like freaking uh, Barbarella. I mean, <laughs> they made a comment out of it. Actually, she reminds me of the Fembots in Austin Powers. You know, all she needed was her hair all piled up. Um, it's a cute little 60s frock, but just the metallic and the shininess for a backyard Hamptons or Jersey Shore barbecue. Hamptons was the other few weeks. So they, Melissa's staying it with her little pose and her leg out. And Teresa's like, I, you know, I feel bad. And then she says something like, I don't think they're going to use this. And then magically the one camera pans out and shows all the cameramen with her on it. And then she does a flip off to the camera, throws a drink. Well, you all saw it. We saw it before it aired. So she's in her room. This is what I think. Um, she storms in the house and you see people that look like it could be production. And she says, you're all a bunch of assholes. Runs upstairs. And what I think is <coughs> she was in there stewing. She was pissed off. She didn't want to be on camera anymore. Obviously, duh. I think they gently sent a few people and cameras, you know, definitely went down. Producers were in there and they're, you know, like, we're not here to destroy you. There's a way out of this. You know, everybody isn't down there ready to hang you up by your neck. Um, nobody likes Danielle. She's the one that pulled the hair, not you. You just need to take responsibility for your actions and your part in it. And, all will be well. We'll set up a nice little meeting on the porch for you. And that's exactly what happened. I think that um, it was very adult and very non-explosive. And I actually enjoyed it because the running around and the screaming. I think Margaret has been the most explosive by far. She's the one that gets really reactive everybody like says it's about jennifer margaret's the one that was screaming at danielle you know just going on and on and it's like you're way too invested honey i get it you teamed up with someone you thought was nice and she screwed you over she's a vile pig everybody told you that you should have Washed your hands and moved on from it. The buddying up to Marty was weird. And it was, it's just, I mean, I, I get you wanted to take her down old school style. And we see a lot of this with the Bravo Lebs. You saw it with Patricia and Catherine against Thomas, who, by the way, 
they're all back together and good and been vacationing and having a good time. So anyway, go back to New Jersey's. So it ended well. Teresa and Margaret had the discussion. And I think that during the reunion, and I've read some things, that they're going to all agree that Teresa didn't yank Margaret's hair, that she was signing off on a ponytail grab, which, yeah, you know, whatever. It's not cool still, but it's, she wasn't saying go assault Margaret. And, um, but she was pissed. Teresa was fully, and that's why I can't think that it's scripted. I mean, because Teresa was fully, on Danielle's side, she, I believed that, oh, sorry, I just knocked my phone off. I believed that um, she really appreciated Danielle's friendship in her time of loss when her mother passed away, but I don't know. It's the magic of TV. So then we go to Italy. The children fly over, evidently, you know, first class uh, for a weekend. They flew more than they were there and traveled more than they were there, you know, with getting up early, going to the airport, waiting at the airport, boarding the plane. I mean, if you added up the hours, they most likely were on the plane more, but I get it. They needed to hug their father. Um, it's been a long time. Uh, it's very touching for me. And emotional, and I don't care how many people like want to talk badly. I mean, a point the a accusatory finger at their crooks, their this and that. Um, at the end of the day, they're just navigating through their mistakes. I do see Teresa wanting Joe to take accountability, and also I think that she probably thinks he had sex with men in prison and she doesn't ever want to touch him. I'm she's freaking old school. She knows about that stuff. And people have probably told her what goes on in prison. I find it interesting that he was in a federal prison and got kicked out and normally you have to do something. So one wonders what he did, did to get moved to a normal state penitentiary. Um, you know, it wasn't disclosed, but it's none of our business. But I know people are going to get mad at me for saying that. But I do think that that combined with Joe isn't going to apologize. I remember when Teresa went, he was like, she didn't do anything. She doesn't deserve to be there. But I never heard him say, this is all my fault. I got my wife into this. It's all completely my fault. And I feel horrible about it and I think that's what at the end of the day that's what Teresa wants she wants him to bow down to her on his knees kiss her feet and tell her tell her this is all my fault and I am so sorry and I can imagine the resentment I mean Teresa's been full-time hands-on mom single mom for all these years now even when she was in prison joe admitted on the show that she was running things via email and phone calls setting up all you know everything for a dance and whatever you know for the 11 months she was there she was pretty much you know behind the scenes running the house and making sure the appointments are kept and probably you know getting people to make the appointments whatever so 
I can imagine, you know, the resentment of being this single mom, hands-on, and then your kids are just at home, you know, constantly, I miss my dad, I miss my dad, he's the best thing in the world, I mean, she said it on the show, you know, he, they, he can do no wrong, and, you know, that will slowly fade, the more time they spend with their father, I think the more they will come around to, your, to their mother and say, you know, dad did do you wrong, but right now, they're just girls. They're missing their father. That's bottom line. And you know there are children that are abused by parents, and they still love them. So I'm not saying Joe's abusive, but I'm just saying that it's hard for them to recognize that perhaps it was their father's fault that their mother, you know, went to prison for a night for a year. So that was um, awkward because that was, you know, Joe really thought that they were going to hook up, that they were going to reconciliate or have, you know, the, the, I, he was going to get lucky. I don't know. And it was just so awkward. Um, the first one, you know, the first one in the room. And it was like, well, you hear her say, Gabrielle and I are in this room. You guys are in that one. And then Melania got her own room, which I thought was strange. So I don't know. I think she was like, no, Gabriella, you're coming with me. I think they got each two girls their room. And then she grabbed Gabriella because she's the baby or Adriana. Excuse me. I meant Adriana. I was getting because Gabriella was the baby for so long, you know, well, not for so long, but anyway, um, yeah, it was weird. You saw Joe reach out and touch her and in the van, and then they show her giving him serious side eye. And she's like, you just contempt, contempt, contempt. And so they have another, uh, they, you know, they tour, uh, you know, some spots in Italy. I feel like we kind of saw it all on their Instagram, um, the rainbow, everything. It was a beautiful um, reconciliation between them. I don't think, um, I, I don't think when the cameras walked up and Joe came out, I think they had a private reconcil uh, reunion, the off camera, and then they reenacted it. Cause you could tell Adriana was kind of like, eh. uh, you know, they were crying and everything, but I don't know. I mean, I know that, when Teresa came home from prison, they reenacted it. And she stopped at the beauty uh, beauty parlor and had her hair straightened and makeup. And it looked like she got fresh Botox and everything. But I don't know. Again, I don't know. I just like to question these things. So um, they have a beautiful dinner. And there was a moment where they all cried. And I got a little teary-eyed with them. It's sad. I mean, I love my daddy. He's gone. He's in heaven. But I just, you know, it's heartbreaking. We love our parents. So it was very touching. Um, they showed him first off with the, with Joe's whole family and some homemade Italian good home cooking. Um, the girls are decked out in Gucci. It's like, I don't know. It's like the only reason you went to jail is because you were greedy and you wanted money and you wanted things you couldn't afford and you cheated for it. And Joe's like, everybody was doing it. No, dude, everybody wasn't doing it. 
you know, but I'm sure a lot of people were, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are phony, you know, fake and whatever, but you know, it's just got to have the big house. I mean, that was all season one, Teresa moving into that house and, um, just, you know, look at us. She wanted to be famous. She wanted to be like the Manzo. She loved Caroline and Albert. I think that was because they were, um, kind of celebrities in their own town, you know, big fish in a little pond. She thought, um, you know, it, just a lot of delusions, but you know, I don't know. Then let's, let's show up to Italy to this small little village, you know, working class town, all decked out in Gucci. I don't know how much are those sweatshirts. So I know Gucci's Italian, whatever. I just thought it was kind of silly and all the clothes and how they had for one weekend, each girl had a couple bags with them and yeah, you gotta love it. So then Teresa has, I mean, and they completely flew first freaking class. You see them in these luxuries, you know, like suites almost on the airplane that most of us can only dream of ever traveling that way. Um, so, I mean, it's hard at the same time. You're like, Oh, this is touching, but that's like poor little rich girls. Yeah, I said it. So they're shopping at one point, Joe reaches out, you know, I mean, you can see him like clamoring onto Teresa. He's like trying to be sweet to her. He said, you know, at the end he goes, well, the trip's not over, you know, you never knows. And I think he thought he was going to sweeten her up. I don't know. I think she just felt, I think Teresa was at one time just totally blindly in love with Joe. I think, you know, and, uh, it's over. It's over. So they did have another set down and she was like, you know, you let me down. You're supposed to protect me. And he's like, let's just call it quits then we're done. So then we know that they announced, can we talk about at the end of the show of the barbecue, how they uh, showed what they're doing now. And it said Dolores that David is living with her and Frank and she can't get him to move out into the new house. But then the reality of it was, and I normally they're pretty good at updating those things because it's a quick edit. And the reality of it, Dolores has confirmed she moved to New York city for the summer. She rented uh, her own pad and she's not moving in with David. So I don't know, maybe watching it back, which happens um, something along the way, you know, there was a reality check, hopefully hurt for her, because I've been outspoken. I don't like David. I think is I love doctors. I think they're doing God's work. And, you know, he's an OBGYN. He helps. Uh, he does um, high-risk pregnancy. Sorry, got lost for words there. But um, so, and then it, the other ones were just kind of goofy. You know, Jen's looking for Hampton's home, but she doesn't want to be near Jackie. I mean, it was just all kind of dumb. So that is what it is. Let's go to, um, some real time news. I wanted to read to you. Where did it all go? Uh, so Tommy MJ's husband on Shaws of Sunset, Kind of got a wild hair up his ass last night. 
and posted a bunch of tweets and well posted something about where did it go? Um come on, I'm gonna find it all. Okay, here it is. Uh Mercedes Mum J retweeted Tommy's tweet that said, My son was born 10 12 50 a.m. My wife was literally in a coma and fighting for her life when Gigi posted this. She's a low-life sewer rat trash bag. And then there were a bunch of his responses, and he's just, you know, done. So Gigi posted it on, you know, the day Shams, baby Shams was born. And she, and she posted a, a orca whale giving birth in a tank. And it says, y'all remember when, y'all remember when OG Mama Shamu gave birth to baby Shams? Baby Shamu during their live show. And it shows a birth, like there's blood in the water and a baby whale is swimming away from a mama. So you can take from what that what you want. Um, definitely things aren't going well. Um, I just find it interesting that Gigi just had to run out and get pregnant. And I think that there's definitely a rivalry between them. Um, so that is interesting. And what else do I have? So I thought I'd read some comments from the last night's show off of my social media. And it's, um, some of them were the second half in Italy was really hard to watch for me, but I actually felt almost uncomfortable watching the queer disdain that Teresa has for Joe. It was good. Here's another one. It was good. I'll never, I never liked Rojas of New Jersey. Always thought it was so trashy. However, I really enjoyed this season. It's not, it's no New York, but, but, or Beverly Hills, but it's good. I thought this season was really well too. Great too. Um, here's something about Marge. Still don't like Marge. Her treatment of Danielle is mind blowing. She poked the bear all season and last and then demanded everyone submit to her. But that's what she wanted all along to secure a paycheck for next season. She makes my stay at home mom skin crawl. Maybe Joe should get a job. Uh, yeah, 100%. I'm a stay at home mom. And um, I think that, you know, Jennifer said, when my kids go to bed, I'm done. Actually, when my kids go to bed, sometimes I'm just getting started. Um, but, you know, mine are a little bit older. But yeah. I think Margaret has a lot of nerve. She didn't have children. She had stepchildren. They were already raised. They weren't babies when she uh, married that man. They're very grown. If you go look at the amount of time she was married to Jan and whatnot, they may have been kids, but it's completely different. And this guy, Jan, had money. And I'll guarantee you she had a helper because she has a housekeeper now. It's obviously something that she's become accustomed to. I don't like Margaret that much. And um, that was a great comment. Another comment is reunion is going to be fired. Um, I They're alluding that Danielle was scary at the reunion, which she always has been at every reunion. I, well, last year wasn't that bad, but, you know, she definitely comes out of the gate. And let me tell you, it's funny that it came 
to a full circle moment with Melissa and Danielle sitting down because the rumors were all along that Melissa was and Joe were very jealous that Teresa was on this show and that Melissa and, and she's denied it and it's been played down. But we all know Melissa reached out to Danielle and the two of them were going back and forth with some kind of information. And that's why Danielle blurted out because we know Danielle, Danielle gets out. You didn't raise your kids. You know, if she gets something, she's going to blurt it out. That's why I kind of felt like also the sit down with Melissa was a little scripted because it seemed like she would have been like, Oh yeah. And she would have been more like yelling about Teresa telling her, but um, I'm going back. So she, you know, she goes to the reunion and says, how come you didn't go to the hospital to see your nephew when he was born? And Teresa's and did and did and um Jacqueline were both like, uh yeah, we did. Teresa a spark kit, you could tell her because she takes her a second and she's like, What are you talking about? What do you and she knew instantly who she what was going on there. And that's why she jumped up and got in her face like that. And she and it freaking backfired. Andy's like, Who is this family? Get them on the show and get them on the show now and have them bring more, bring friends. And then they scrounged up Kathy and Richie, the deplorables. Yes, can't, there's another comment. Yes, can't wait for that reunion. Another one, great episode. Um, another one, oh my God, not yet as sick kiddo. Oh, never mind. Why do people post that? Uh, stop watching the Teresa show. When Caroline and Jax left, so did I. Okay. Um, that's what I was kind of going to, was saying at the beginning when I said I did, I thought that even though there was this big revelation and maybe the cameras went down for a while, I mean, it, when it finally came down to go sit down with Margaret, she needed a cup of coffee, y'all. And she was dumping that. Did anybody knows how much creamer she puts in her coffee? Oh my God, she had a big jug of it. Dunk, 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 dunk. So, you know, um, it definitely wasn't a big, you know, Caroline sitting there and, you know, disgusted and, you know, just in on in the interviews talking about what a low life scumbag and missing that. I mean, I didn't think they were very adult. It'd been like, well, you know, it's her sister-in-law. I mean, maybe she was a stripper. Fuck. So uh, my heart went, here's a new comment. My heart went out to the girls. Hopefully, Teresa also learned. Is that my phone ringing? Oh, well. This is real life, y'all. I'm just sitting in my freaking front room doing this. Y'all can do it, too. Try it. Try Anchor. It's completely free. And I'm not working a commercial in, even though I want to. I don't have enough listeners to make any money. Um, but, yeah. Anchor. You go to Anchor. It's completely free. You can record on your phone. You can buy a $15 freaking microphone for your phone, record, edit the whole nine yards on Anchor. So check it out. My heart went out to the girls. Hopefully, Teresa will, will also have learned a lesson to not let a man control her, her life. Joe didn't bother to own up to what she was going. So tired of the Marge and Danielle drama. Marge should not have stuck up for Marty, who thinks with his dick. Danielle was exposed for the snake. She is. Yep. That one spot on. Um, ooh, a podcaster. Actually, this lady's a real podcaster. Um, her name is Kate Casey. Check her out. Her podcast name is, um, 
Oh, she says she's an expert. I know she has a podcast. But really, oh, reality life with Kate Casey. I've listened to it and I love it. So I'm so honored. She commented on my Instagram. She should have divorced him. She needs a spin. He needs a spinoff. The Joe spinoff in Italy, but I don't know if camera crews, you know, the unions and all going over there, but you know, expedition unknown goes all over the world and, and records, um, unpopular opinion, but I don't like the way tree and juicy ended. Tree has never been claiming for years that she is, he's her soulmate, ride or die. Now poof, he's cut. I would have appreciated tree being more honest at the, in the beginning. So I was kind of thinking that too, because all along when everything was going on, hey, you know, Joe's going to get deported tree. So what do you think of that? Well, Italy's beautiful. Me and the girls will pack up. That's where we're going to live. Um, Joe, I mean, they both, I felt they had crap legal advice that the advice should be given. You're pleading out any comments relating to this subject because everybody's watching is remorse, regret, and be realistic. It seemed like, you know, they're, uh, they were always in denial and like, well, yeah, forget about it. You know, dude went to jail for four years and his response on TV last night, his big, his big moment to like have a public statement and really like, you know, was in there for longer than anybody other crimes. Nobody does time like I did. And he was, and that's a problem. When these people go to prison, they want their innocence maintained so badly that they, they just, they can't, uh, it's, it's freaking weird. But Joe, um, definitely, and Teresa, they've not, they're not going to say they did anything wrong ever. So maybe there, it is a legal tactic and there's a reason for it. Maybe something can come up. People say Teresa's got to go. So there you go. So that is my recap. Um, I can't wait for the reunion. Although I will say, um, I don't, you know, it's like, Jen, being mad at Jennifer and the birthday party thing. So it's going to, you know, it's going to be Jennifer and Jackie fighting about the cheapskate stuff. I don't think Margie, the only thing Margie had was the thing with Teresa. And I think that that's going to, um, you know, be touched on, but I don't think Teresa's going to be going at it. Like, you know, in full defense, I think she's going to say, I made a mistake. I'm done with Danielle, you know? Oh, and how about that phone call? I know I'm supposed to be signing off, but more stuff is coming to me. And yes, I did take a bite of something. I'm hungry. I'm getting ready to eat. So um, that phone call that she made to Danielle and Danielle going, I love you. No, Teresa, please don't do this. I mean, that was crazy. That was, I mean, it almost, it made Danielle look really sad. And part of me thinks, I think those two, when they did bond, I think they, you heard Teresa say, I wanted her to stick up for herself. She never does. When she said that, I was like, you know, they did have a real friendship. There was something there. I think that Teresa can't stand Caroline anymore. And I think that maybe the two of them bonded over their dislike of Caroline. And Teresa's looking back at that situation with the book. 
I don't know, but Dina is still Teresa's friend too. And Dina can't stand uh, Danielle. And I'm sure Dina was sitting back watching all that unfold uh, with Danielle. I know they're still friends because she posts, you know, pictures about um, Adriana's birthdays and stuff because she's her godmother. But, oh, my God. It's just so crazy. So thank you again for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I don't know what I'm not doing like a whole lot. Um, I'm waiting for New York. And of course I'm going to do Beverly Hills. You guys, I have to, cause I'm going to laugh at it and make jokes at it. And I, I want to check out the noobs. Um, but I don't know. I might watch it and say, I just can't, I just can't. So signing off, have a great day. Also wash your hands. Um, I posted about the coronavirus. I myself went and just stocked up on some dry food. I'm really praying to God that I'm going to donate it to the homeless shelter when all of this washes over. But if you have children and pets, you know what? It wouldn't hurt to just stock up on a little bit of pet food and diapers and formula, anything that you need, and some dried food, canned food, um, non-perishable. I mean, it's a given. Um, they're saying water, but I was like... Well, everything I'm seeing is just everybody's getting told to stay home. So what I'm hoping is we're going to have power and water, right? So um, just be safe. Wash your hands. Don't panic. Don't feed into the conspiracy theories. Just keep yourself uh, educated, up to date. And, um, you know, and it doesn't hurt to be prepared. So I'm signing off with that. God bless everyone. Um, it is a little scary, but I honestly think that um, it's going to be fine. So cheers. Have a great day.